Welcome back to us. Yo, let's go. It's been a while. (coughs) It's been like two months. It's been the longest time we haven't recorded. Since we started recording. Um, Just had a lot of stuff happen and we finally got an apartment. Yep. Woohoo! Which is congratulations to both of us. Yeah, we're all living together. Me, Z, and Gabe. We'll definitely have, we should have Gabe on some point at we some were, point he'll be on we were trying to have him on but uh now it's like we could just capture him or we could just hold him hostage and have him on yeah he can't run from it now no like, we'll just wake we him up in the middle of the head. night <laughs> um but yeah we got a good spot we got mm-hmm. great internet yeah. amazing internet yeah i downloaded those games so fast which is like, you don't realize how much, well, I don't know for a lot of people, but for myself, I didn't realize how important great internet was until we got, until I like had no internet. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I need internet. But now it's dope. We got plenty of screens. I got a essential oil diffuser that I'm really excited about. It's Fuck crazy. you. Shaking your head. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, that's really crazy. I've been uh, oils. I've been such a, like a boring person at work recently, cause like, uh, I've found myself like, oh, did I tell you I'm getting a bed frame? Did I already tell you about the bed frame? <laughs> like, did I tell you about the oil diffuser? <laughs> I'm really that's an adult nice. now. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah. We're excited about nice pans and pots and shit. Yeah, right? Yo, we can make hollandaise in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? You said that on the first day. Literally that the first was, day. Because <laughs> I was like, trying to wow. figure out what we could do, and then I was like, oh, How shit. far we've come. Yeah, it's really ridiculous. We can make hollandaise in this shit. We got an air fryer, but no microwave. Mm-hmm. So, we should look up some air fryer recipes. I'm quite all right. You can make fried Oreos and... The air fryer. That's lit. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's You lit. can make a ton of cool shit. You can make like cinnamon rolls. Panda fuck off. Uh but yeah, it's ex- an exciting time. No, very. Um, we uh yeah, we haven't recorded in so long just cause so much has been happening with the move and more. I tore my Achilles like a few days right before we recorded the last episode. Yeah. So if you're coming from that episode to this episode, it's been two months now, but um, you're basically all good now, right? I mean, for the you're most part. just I can't like do walking like, slow. Yeah, I can't do like crazy activities, but I can swim, walk, do my day to day. My day to day life is like normal again. Have you been swimming? So last time I swam was right before we moved in. So probably like ten days ago. Where'd you go? The, the YMCA. Uh. So I have to wake up. At, I can wake up early and do it, but recently I've just been waking up at like seven fifteen and walk the dogs. Yeah. But if I if I had to do any, I'd have to, I'd have to go even earlier. It's like six in the morning. Right before we moved, I started like going on because I fucked up my back a little bit, and I wear I was wearing this like back belt thing, and I started going on walks because a. Well, there's this other podcast that I listened to, and they were saying that, like, getting sunlight early in the morning and also, mm-hmm. like, having a forward motion mm. 
is like really good to like start your day and it also it helps with sleep because like if you are getting sun as soon as you wake up it like starts your circadian cycle yeah so it's like easier to fall asleep at nighttime because hmm. your body just kind of like syncs up with nature hmm. uh i haven't walked really since we moved yeah but i should start walking again I've walked the dogs every day since we moved in, and small sample size. Well, actually, I was doing it before we moved in, too, but let's just say for the past, like, two to three weeks, I've walked the dogs every day. And I definitely say I see a difference in, like, how I feel throughout the day. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do it with no phone. That's giving me a good, like, like, baseline to start the day where I'm not, like, focused and flustered. I've even started reading things that say that like you're not supposed to go on your phone. You probably the first hour of the day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I've been doing that in conjunction with it, or the last hour too. I've also heard that. The last hour. That's I haven't been like noticeably doing that, but I haven't been scrolling at night. Yeah. Usually I'll scroll in between the mundane things, like, like uh, like if I'm on the bus or something. Yeah, I try to. I'm pretty good at, like, noticing if I'm scrolling now. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? And then, but, I don't know. It's hard not to look at your phone at nighttime. Um, I've been trying to limit it to, like, just listening to podcasts, like, right before bed. Because at least you're not, like, getting the blue light shit and you're not, like, mindlessly doing stuff. You're kind of, like, trying to absorb information. Yeah, I, um... One thing I read that really hit me hard recent was like this dude was like the super wealthy prioritize knowledge over entertainment. So now it like really hit me because I was always pissed every time I'd start like scrolling or like yeah. doing something dumb like watching entertainment because I'm like damn like somebody's grinding while I'm like <laughs> watching YouTube videos or something. So but I've been trying to add reading in more like I want to consistently read. The other cool thing that he kind of touches on it in that book that I gave you that we should do a deep dive on shortly or like whenever you get around to it um, where he talks about like I t- I've talked about it before, but the passive awareness. But he also talks about like being in a creative like the best like uh, mode to be in. Or, like, the most present mode that you're in is, like, when you're in a creative state of mind. And that's kind of where you're so interested in something that you sort of enter, like, a flow state. And you're able to just, like, like freely think. Mm. Um, and it's cool when you can be so interested in something that you're, like, excited to learn about it. Yeah. Um, I have that with, like, a few books. And I've been kind of experiencing that with the coding shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just Mike started, started coding, by the way. Coding, so <laughs> pretty sick. I may pick up some myself. It's cool. I mean, it's, it's like a... Cool. It's definitely high in demand for like everything now because it's technology just taking over. This is kind of a uh, abstract way for myself to even think about it. It's like the world is going in a direction where like these languages control everything yeah and to not even have like be fluid in them a little bit 
yeah. like I think will put you in a disadvantage in like the like I believe that we are not the generation, but there will be a generation that just like knows how to code or like knows things like the basics of coding. I like, was looking up. <clears throat> I was looking up just books on Amazon, like coding. I just Googled, or I Amazoned uh, coding books. And the first ones that showed up were like like coding books for like elementary school kids. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is like crazy. I forget what country it is. Like, I'm sure if it's it's one of these countries, I'm sure. Probably because China. I don't know. I don't know. Like, we never know anything about China. That's true. But what I do know is that like Denmark, Finland or sweden like one of those three countries uh elementary schools teaching are teaching coding wow it's just it is but it's been like that for years so i'm sure those kids are probably like i'm i knew that about five years ago yeah i want to guess somewhere around there so these kids got to be like middle schoolers at this point that's crazy imagine if it's like in the high schools, it's like, all right, you can take Spanish, Italian, French, or Java. My thing is, it's like, <laughs> why not? Like, we yeah. know, like, this is actually, I wish I had all of our deep dives just up, but we had a deep dive that was like, schools don't teach, like, they're not, they don't teach the things that will be in demand. Like, they teach right. the things after they become in demand. So, like, we know that's a like if you don't think that's the way the world's going, then you live under a rock and something. There's an issue, but that's something that we know in the future will be just be more and more in demand. So why aren't we teaching the generation who's going to have to handle that? Yeah, those things. It makes sense. Or does that make sense? Follow us on Instagram. Nice plug. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, I don't know. We're still just settling into the apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, this is we're doing a couch record. Yeah, preliminary record. Till we like find a fixed spot that we're gonna uh, keep as the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have some stuff you want to talk about, don't you? Yeah, I had one thing about it. I was literally just thinking about us talking about the coding and things like that, where I saw recently that like podcasts are, which is still wild to me. There's still people still want to listen to them and hear them. Even after like 20 years of people doing podcasts, maybe like 15 years of people doing podcasts, but there's 2 million podcasts right now to around Let's just, there's like 340 million people in the U.S. So there's a lot more, like, obviously people than podcasts. But if you use another form of entertainment, like a blog, there are seven blogs for every person in the United States. Does that mean, well, whatever. It doesn't really matter. People are making multiple no, I'm thinking of like, posts. is that counting each blog post or is that like just like, oh, this is a blog and there's multiple posts under that blog? Yeah, that I'm not sure of, but still, because if well, if that was the case, then like it would it would no to my it would have to be. Uh, it's probably blogs with multiple entries. Because if that was the case, then there'd be way more podcasts then, you know, because then that figure would be. Right. Yeah would be way larger too but 
I'm sure there's a ton of blog, but I'm sure there's a ton of blogs that like there's just one blog post and then they stopped. Mm. Yeah, like podcasts. Yeah. But um Yeah, the main thing was that like it was two ideas pretty much that there's a lot like more uh like long forms of media. Well, a lot fewer long forms of media than like the shorter forms. So a lot of people actually are searching for those longer forms of media, but yeah. we are moving to a where it's like swipe, 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 swipe. But yeah, those long forms of media are still needed or people still enjoy them. But there's that idea coupled with the fact that the way that we get podcasts is so poor. Like for music recommendations or for influencer recommendations, I feel as if like it's way easier to get those forms than it is to get podcasts. Like it's easier for you to find an influencer of any kind than it is for you to find a podcast of any kind. Yeah. Like if I'm listening to a podcast, it's not as if like I get recommended another podcast. It's like, like I just feel like Spotify, for example, I think they made a mistake where they bought all of these huge name podcasts. So it's like, Listen to these huge name podcasts. But people don't necessarily want to listen to just that podcast. Like, I think the beauty of TikTok and like some of these in YouTube is that you'll get recommended things that aren't necessarily exactly what you were looking for. Yeah. They have like a better alg- algorithm. Yeah. And podcasts. I guess it's because it's like harder data to uh, put into like categories. Because podcasts are so long, long form, form that yeah. like they can be like multiple different things. Like they could be comedy and like educational stuff in one podcast, and then one co- podcast could be like just crime or like crime and I don't know. Podcasts have more like versatility, whereas like songs can kind of be like fixed in a category. So it's harder to like make an algorithm, I guess. I don't know. Because my thing is, is like it should be like, it should work like the other forms of media, where it's like you fit a specific demographic, and because you fit that demographic, we're gonna recommend you things based on other people in your demographic. So yeah. it's like. Either it's like teenagers, adults, like working. If you have pets, like. Things like that is how they recommend information to you on Google. That's what my assumption is. Google has all that information on you. Yeah. But, um, Google has all the information. Yeah, they have mad information on you. We should also talk about uh, how Joe Rogan wrote, read the uh, like TikTok stuff. Hold on. We'll get to that because okay. we'll get to that. But I have to push back on the Spotify thing because or like the, the algorithm where I believe that Spotify – Cause they're the number one, like Spotify is the best like music or podcast form. Maybe you can say iTunes or something, but for this example, we'll use Spotify. I think Spotify bought all of these huge name podcasts. And when someone goes to look for a podcast, it's like, look at one of these huge name podcasts we have, even though not every single person is going to fit into that. You know what I mean? So even for ourselves, like smaller creators, like, it's hard to really break into that 
because they're just pushing pushing that specific thing. Yeah. So obviously the answer would be to leverage through other apps like TikTok, but we can yeah. go into them now. One thing I noticed also about um with iTunes specifically, um they have their bigger podcasts like on such a pedestal. Yeah. Uh, like I followed one <coughs> I follow a lot of like or I subscribe to a bunch of like more lesser known comedians podcasts. And when I like refresh my feed on like your library of like what uh podcasts like oh this got updated recently. Like this has a later like a new episode. Mm. But then and they would all like sort of be like sequential like based on when the episode came out and blah blah like whatever Mm -hmm. um but then i followed one that like itunes advertised like on their front page yeah because it's like it's called smartless with jason bateman uh i forget the names of the other two guys one guy was in arrested development um but they're like big time comedians okay and that just stays at the top of my list now yeah it doesn't move yeah and it's like that's there's some algorithm there where like some like command that's like making that like okay this needs to be at the top because and that's exact and i that 100 percent goes with what i'm saying where like they probably got these people to sign on with them yeah and whatever that agreement was they need to make that somebody needs to make their money back from the transaction yeah. So to make that happen, they're like, we're going to put you right up front mm-hmm. to see it all. You know what I mean? So like Cause, everybody sees it. Because it's like what because I think the beauty in what TikTok does and the way that their algorithm works is it levels everyone like down. Even if you're the biggest creator, like the biggest creator on TikTok, her name's Bella Porch. Is she the biggest? One of them. Oh, Charlie yeah. D'Amelio. Charlie D'Amelio. Oh, yeah. She's the biggest. But... There are literally people right now who use TikTok who don't even know who Charlie D'Amelio is. And she's the biggest creator on the site. You know what I mean? YouTube is also like that. But if you were to ask somebody what's the biggest podcast, like most people will name some of the same names. Joe Rogan Experience, like Call Her Daddy, like Barstool. Yeah. People would name all the same things because create newer creators or lower creators just don't get uh, pushed. Yeah, I don't know the other two, but I know Joe Rogan. Call her daddy. Yeah, that's another big what one. Yeah. I guess it was somebody. I only see that one because I like see basketball stuff. But pretty much, it was a woman who was dating some like MLB player. Let's just say like Madison Bumgarner. Yeah, some like huge star. Yeah, and uh, she started a podcast just talking about like the fact that she's married to this dude and all this stuff. And uh, it just got huge. And uh, really popular with women. A lot of women listen to it, watch it. But it was under Barstool. And then they ended up, she ended up spinning it off. And like, I'm leaving Barstool because my podcast is massive. Oh, uh, okay. It was like a part of Barstool. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she spun it off and became like even bigger. So. I don't really like Barstool anymore. Neither do I. I thought it was cool when I was in high school and like getting ready for college. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, fucking drinking and 
sports and shit. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, I also agree that I don't know. TikTok seems like a more even playing field mm. for all the creators. Yeah, I think it does a good job for now. But it is weird, the Joe Rogan thing. Did you hear about that? I heard a little bit about it, but let's hear like what you have he to say. He just read like the, what is it called? Terms like and the, conditions? Yeah. And it's like, they basically have access to all your information. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Pretty much. And they also like have access to, if you have other devices on your network, they can access that information too. Which seems so. If we're on, all right. So let's give an example. If we're we have like a bunch of devices in this room that are all connected to our Wi-Fi. Yeah. If we're connected to that Wi-Fi while using, or maybe even not while using TikTok, it can see like what's on that computer. From how it was explained to me, yes. I'm not sure. I didn't watch what he actually read, and I didn't read what he read. Mm. Um, but the person who explained it to me said yeah hmm. they can access all the devices information that's connected to the same network i wonder if it's the same information though i feel like i don't think it'd be able to get as much information like because when people say that they assume like oh so you're gonna be able to log onto my computer and look at my notes and then see my passwords to all my things and then like be able to use that but I feel as if it's really like IP address, like location, and then maybe like some information from your search history or something. To yeah. To recommend you things better. Hopefully. But it's also like, damn, that algorithm's so good. Like, yeah. And where? Like, yeah. how does it do it? Yeah. You know? No, it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Because even that information I just gave you, because the thing is, is like, the. Because when people say information and data, they think it's like, oh, it's everything. But like for a company to make trillions of dollars, they don't need everything. They just need to know like your search history, like things, websites that you went to, if you bought something there or if you didn't buy something there. And even just those little things like. Or like what you looked at and like, yeah, didn't buy. Exactly. Like that's just a better way for them to recommend you things it's worth way more than like your individual bank account or even like the collective's bank account because people will just pay for that information. Yeah. It is crazy how data is like just driving everything now. Oh yeah. Like, and the thing is, is that like, because of that, well, we've spoke about this, even with your, like, like you're going into coding and just to learn or whatever like we'll see but yeah what's crazy is that because everything is ran by data like we won't be able to store it all locally like we're going to have to start using more and more of the cloud where yeah sharing storage information or like one company is just storing information amazon most likely like through their web services maybe some microsoft but a lot of it's going to be where we're going to be storing and keeping all this information. So if you can build like cloud servers or like cloud databases, then yeah. like that's, that's like what we're going to need in the future. I wonder if we'll ever run out of like space for data. 
No, right? Because nah. we can make it. Yeah. I also saw like, even with like quantum computing, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like how much information that they can store. Like, oh yeah, it's sure. it's like infinitely more. Like, pretty much what I was seeing was that like, if you like to store all of the information that's in a caffeine molecule. So just a caffeine molecule. Yeah. Based on like its like its orientation and like what exactly it looks like. Is that like a complex co- particle? No. Okay. You would need like to store it in classical like the way that we usually use like regular computer in ones and zeros. Yeah. You'd need as many ones and zeros as there are atoms on earth. Which is like Damn. absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like if you don't it like I don't I can't even like it's hard to even explain. Like if you don't have a concept of how many atoms there are even in like like a like a the tip of a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like absolutely absurd. So it wouldn't be able to be stored in classical computing. Right. So we can't so we can't model what a caffeine molecule will look like. We can't we can't interact with it in a data set. So we can't be able to try to manipulate it, you know? Yeah. That's pretty much what it all is is like trying to manipulate data and yeah. manipulate information to give you what you want. And our computers today aren't even powerful enough to do that. So these quantum computers, they say in the next 10 years we should start having them. Then 15 years is when like like people should be able to use them. Oh, really? Like yeah. they're going to like replace like regular computers? Like No, people won't be able to just have quantum computers, but yeah. in our lifetimes people should just be able to have quantum computers. But yeah. like I don't know what that means. Like, that's yeah, a whole different video games on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you going to run a quantum computer? Like, yeah, I don't know. Or like, or will we just be running things off of the quantum computer? Like, what if we just at one point, like don't have computers and there's just like 500 quantum computers that we all just use. Yeah. Hmm. Cause they can just process so much information. Yeah. But what's interesting, too, is, like, they're so powerful that if we had a quantum computer right now, um, it'd be able to crack every single encryption on Earth. Damn. But we don't, so we're lucky. So, yeah, that goes, like, I was kind of scared of it because crypto, obviously, we've had conversations. And if you listen to this podcast more than twice, you know how much I love crypto. Yeah. Um. And I'm like, damn, like, I was scared of it. I'm still am. I don't, that's some, some of the answers that I don't have. Like, will so quantum computing destroy? What, like, what type of computers are AIs running on now? Like, just classic. Classic computers? What if yeah. they get a, access to a quantum one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're doomed. No, and that's what, like, I think that's the point that people are looking at as, like, potentially the, uh, like like the threat that AI poses is like maybe we'll have general AI by then or like yeah AI that can create AI yeah it's weird because what I think that people also don't understand about these systems getting more powerful and quantum computing is that like like I say all the time like 
it's all it's not happening in a vacuum like it's all happening like in conjunction with other technologies so like what happens when we have an ai capable of using a quantum computer when we have quantum computers like what would that look like might be fucked or it could be sick yeah i don't know i think it might more likely be fucked though (laughs) Mm. like if they can just like go through any encryption they could have access to like all the shit that we've done but there are there are encryptions that we can create that are resistant to quantum computing so like it's just we just don't have it yet so it's not like oh all these things will be made and then there will also be positives made from it what if we make like the first ai that we give a quantum computer like access to we have to like make sure that's like on our side yeah <laughs> mm. and, like, or have, that it like, doesn't have biases like created yeah. by us but it, it's so crazy. We can't like un we can't program out the bias. Like I bet there's a way. I think the only way is if like we need as many people as possible interacting with this thing. Really? I, I feel like so. it should just be one guy. Nah. Cause his Poor bias girl. their bias is gonna be created into it. But like what if they just like it doesn't even have to be a bias like based on the person it's just like they are like oh humans are great you know and that's the like the baseline for the bias but he has to there has to be some bias though like if i'm the one programming it like you're gonna program in biases just by accident because you just you just are the way that you are like like for even for example even like with like the like for Google, right? If you search up, it was something that I didn't necessarily take offense to, but I understand why people did. Yeah. Where it's like, if you search up like black man, yeah, you get a bunch of like black males in prison. And then if you search up white man, you get a bunch of men like in, in suits. suits and ties and shit. Yeah. And it's like, I don't believe that someone programmed it to be racist. I just think that the majority of programmers are one demographic. Yeah. So when they programmed this machine, they just like programmed in like, Oh, you search up a white man. Like, okay, like this is what a white man looks like. And then if you search up a black male, like I don't think they necessarily programmed it to say like only show black men in prison. Yeah. But it's just like, there was no representation. I was watching a Joe Rogan and Theo Vaughn on one of their podcasts. Mm hmm. That must have been great. And they were <laughs> they were just talking about incest. Mm-hmm. And um you know Jamie, like the computer guy. Yeah. Um he was searching up uh incest stuff. Like they they were like curious about like, oh, is it like a greater percentage for having like a whatever, like a cleft lip or like a some sort of syndrome. Okay. If you fuck your sister rather than like fucking your cousin and like what their percentage difference was. Mm. So they were like Googling stuff like that. And uh they must have safe search on because um 
they must just like have to because like it's probably like part of the recording so they can't just like have like porn coming up on yeah 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 um but uh Jamie said something about like oh it's weird that Google's like because Google was just showing like incest for animals yeah and they weren't showing like human incest stuff yeah and Jamie just was like oh it's weird that like Google's like uh it seems like it had a bias to like oh human incest is wrong so like I'm gonna show you all the animal stuff yeah um which is something where like it is something that people have questioned before and it's like always been a thing for google yeah where it's like they're creating this monopoly over information but they don't want to be the governing body over information so like realistically if i search up something you should just give me the information like they Mm -hmm. have more information what's fucking annoying now about google too is like everything you google you have to scroll down like half a page till you get past the The ads. ads it's fucking annoying Cause like you'll get a fucking just a bunch of shitty products that are like paid for ads on Google, and then like at the bottom is like what you're oh, looking like, for. Yeah, like uh, the shit's on Amazon. I could get it tomorrow. Yeah, but it was like Under four other things. products and it's that all were ads, like ads, more ads, expensive ads, and ads. shitty, and yeah. like you have to like order through the company. They also like, I wonder how much that whole the whole Apple cutting their the advertisements it's like a few months back apple was like remember if if you have an iphone you probably remember this where like you would go on your iphone and it would be like oh ask this app not to track when you go to other websites yeah so when that came out a lot of people were afraid because they were like what's gonna happen to like facebook what's gonna happen to google because a lot of their ad revenue was from tracking where you went outside of the app yeah so facebook's being hit by this really hard mm-hmm. um, and i wonder if it also hit google because they also i definitely have noticed an uptick in the ads when you search yeah there's so many like every site now is like accept cookies accept cookies and like now because before it used to just take your cookies yeah i like my cookies I think that it's better. I think that we were in the Wild West like five, 10 years ago, even like five years ago, where it was like everyone's data is like you can just eat it all. Like gov- the, the companies could just steal all your data. Like, yeah, even though it has value, like. I think your data is a human rights thing. That That's a very American thing to say, because the Chinese would be like, it's everyone's data. But yeah. Yeah, that's weird. There's no like legislation on data rights, right? Not to my knowledge yet. Like, I'm sure people try to are like, oh, well, it's like freedom of speech or it's like right to privacy. I think that it should be that way. Like, this is something I've also been learning about because people are like, oh, China and their data, they take all your information, da da da. Their TikTok, China created, is the creator of TikTok. Yeah. Um, it's so crazy how TikTok blew up. It used to just be on Facebook ads, and I would look at it and be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, people just fucking lip syncing and dancing, dancing and shit. Yeah. And now it's like running shit. It's so many other things. Um, 
like let's talk about this too like i i, I take this i forget where i saw this this was weeks ago but um and i have to get back to the point on china but uh 40% of the searches done by the demographic between 18 and 24 have moved away from using Google as their primary search engine and have replaced it with TikTok. That's fucking weird. That's crazy. Like, what's the age range? To 18 40, to 24. 40, 18 oh, to 24. 24. Okay, that makes more sense. I've never That's searched anything on TikTok. Well, I mean, I've searched, like, if someone's told me, like, oh, look up this specific video, I'll look up that. But I, if I were to, like, want to look up, like, how to set something up, I wouldn't, like, Google. Or I wouldn't search something on TikTok. Neither would I. And we're not talking. So, to really put that in perspective. we range, though. Yeah, but we're not talking about something. We're not talking about a huge demographic. But that's still yeah. like a eighteen to twenty four. That's a solid, a demographic. strong demographic because they're like, I mean, that's the age range that's like really up and coming. Exactly. And the and people want to like in. But what does that say for the next? Like, so that's just for now. Like, but what that tells me is like five years from now, it could be even more. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm still like I don't use TikTok. I feel like it's the devil. <laughs> I like TikTok. Yeah. I mean, I like it, but I also feel like it's sort of sort of predatory. Like too powerful? Yeah. And it's also like people waste a lot of their time on it. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to be wasting any more time. No, nah, I hear it. I still want to use it. Like, I still want to leverage it. Um. It also does too much to my brain chemistry, I think. Mm. Like, oh, fucking, that's hilarious. Yeah. Like, oh, this shit's fucking super hilarious, too, but yeah. it's all, like, too short. When I first like, got it, it fucked me up. Like, yeah. I'd be on it for hours. It, like, hit my ADHD in the most ridiculous way. Yeah. Only way able to get hit like that was from, like, video games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I want to say this about China and their... Uh, the way that they perceive data in society where the reason why they are the way they are over there, especially with uh, the way that they perceive how a government should be is that government is like familial over there where a government is like the top and everyone below them have to show respect because they're at the top. So even social relationships are like that. We're like, your boss makes it known that, like, yo, I'm your boss, and you're my, uh, you're under me, and not only that, you have to act like you're under me. Yeah, it's whack. It's different. It's, it's funny it's, they use familial too, because that's how they fucking, are. The whole like idea of family, I feel like, is fucked up. In general, yeah. Well, the stigmas that people like have towards f- families and. Uh, how strongly they believe in them. Mm. Uh, I feel like it's skewed and sort of backwards. Well, we have to ho- hold that. Yeah. So the like, what's crazy about it is that 
because they're set up that way, when things come about about data and like, should we be using each other's data or should data be like used really? Yeah. Uh, over there, it's like, well, the government needs data and your day-to-day life will be enhanced if we used all this data. So like a parent, I'm going to take this data without you being able to say yes or no. and create these products for you and create these things for you to take care of you so they look at it from like a parent and like the 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 way of respect goes from bottom up right where over here we're different we're way more individualistic don't respect authority always question authority like that's just we're on the opposite spectrums so that's why a lot of times people just get really hot, caught up with like hating China or hating their use of things, but it's just a different way of thinking. Mm. It is like fucked up though. But yeah, explain more. Um, like why, like why? Oh, I was born in this place, so like you guys can use my data and you can have access to like all the shit that I want for my individual self. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't seem. Right. Same thing with, like, I don't know. I feel like people take family too seriously. Like, oh, I was, like, since you're related to me, like, I owe you my life. Or, like, I Mm. need to be, like, ride or die with you. Even, like, what if you're a fucking shitty person? What if you just got born into a shitty family? Like, you're just going to. I think that it's to a point. Because I've had that thought too where it's like oh if you have a shitty like a terrible like parent or something or a terrible sibling like you shouldn't be forced to deal with them just because they're your or like tolerate them and be like oh well it's still family so like I you still know how they are them like yeah you should forgive them you know how <clears> they <throat> are yeah like no um because there's strangers who would like I had somebody, a family member, who said and did horrible things to me that, like, I've never even had strangers say or do to me. Like, people right. who super close to me who never say that to me, who act like that towards me. And it's like, so I'm supposed to be still have respect for you? Like, unlikely. Just because, like, you're related. But we're all, like, individual people. And people are so different, like, vastly different. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It seems, like, limiting and, like, a weird... uh concept to be so strongly tied to where it's like oh since we have like the same blood (laughs) like I have to you know be with you forever or like be committed to you Mm. no it's definitely like but that's interesting that uh, China the way they are yeah yeah it's like kind of operated like it's like a sovereignty thing it's like fucked up it's kind of like i don't know it's like people just blindly trust or blindly follow this system it's like family over there and china yeah but the thing is is like i kind of i get some parts of it where like if you're in office over there you're in office for much longer than you are over here yeah so like but what's great about that is stupid too no but but Listen, so I understand. I think that you're speaking from the most most Americans will say what you say. Yeah. And I was definitely on that wave. But I think that people should be able to to stay in power longer because 
most things that we need fixed right now or ever are going to be multi-generational things where like yeah generations two like two generations ago was trying to make change for today mm-hmm. instead of it being like like over here it's messed up because we want a president to to change like hundreds of years of our course of history in four years. Right. And it should be closer to like 15 years. Like, yeah. But like, how old are the, like the Chinese government people getting where they're like still in office? Are they getting to be like 90 and like, they're still making decisions for the country. Like that. I don't know. I don't know that much about like what the feet on the boots on the ground over there. Yeah. But what I do know is that people stay in office much longer. I would even take if like like I don't know if he would want to, but like if Obama was in office instead of 8 years he had 20 years. Yeah. Much more would have changed if he had 20 years as opposed to like It's all sort of like based on how the government is structured anyways cuz like our government's structured where nothing can get done. Like in any yeah. amount of time, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know really how China operates. China's been ridiculous. Like over the past ten years, it's been absurd. Like a lot of changes. A lot of changes. A lot of changes. Like I think in like ninety one, they were like damn near a third world country. Yeah. But now today they're a superpower. Like the majority of their people in ninety one were in poverty. Yeah. And now today it's like two thirds of them are above poverty. But I wonder if they're making like old school, like traditional changes that like aren't going to really. Well, I mean, they're doing really They've well. They've made drastic changes. Like yeah. I think the U.S. is on a downturn and China's yeah. on an upswing. I think we still got some time, though, as being the number one nation. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be the number one nation like my entire lifetime. Probably not. I mean, they also have so many more goddamn people. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, they have, like, a billion people. Yeah. And it's like... I think they have more than that. If they take 1.1, maybe. Yeah, we'll search. But um, it's it's something crazy where, like, if they can double the income of, like, half of their people, they'll have the number one GDP by far. 1.4. 1.4. And I think we're at, like, 340 here 329.5 here yeah and india's at 1.38 so china's really been on an upswing because india used to be number one yeah which is crazy too because how long has the one child policy been i think they're at a two-child policy now they've been a a two-child policy for a little bit now Uh, okay still though to have like even to have that and yeah because that means like like, so many people like we have fucking families here where they're like 10 kids and then like 10 of those kids can all have families a lot of people and they have like americans we don't have that many children like yeah we're just not in a yeah it's tough i don't know it's definitely weird yeah, China's really about to be on something else. Like, all they do is, like, electric vehicles, renewable energy. Like, they're way far ahead of us. Even, yeah. like, uh, chip creation. Like, I believe they have, like, 80-some percent of the world's, like, uh, foundries to create chips. Yeah. They're probably all over crypto, too. 
they already are trying to implement a digital currency. Are they? Yeah. And we're just in the talks about it. Like, we're lucky that uh, crypto actually for us is under uh, communications because it's digital. Yeah. So it's technically under like freedom of speech. Hmm. So it's like almost impossible for them to regulate. Unless like a huge change to go up to try and go attack freedom of speech. Like people are going to have something to say. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yo, here in the U.S., somebody's going to say something. Yeah. That's the only time somebody's ever going to get up. You freedom of speech or guns. Those two things yeah. like we will never move on. Nah. Like it's going to take a bit for us to move Land on. Land of the free. Yeah. And guns. Yeah. Like. Which I love. Like I don't get me wrong. I love the U.S. I just want it to be better. Like yeah. I can't be looking around saying like, oh, the U.S. is perfect. Like we're the greatest country on earth. Like, no. If you can't like. That's like you being like really overweight and your goal is to be ripped. And then you're like, doesn't even matter. I'm ripped. Or like you were ripped at a point. <laughs> and it's like, yo, like I was the rippest person in the world. And you're like, <laughs> well, you're fat now. And it's like, nah, well, like still, like, what yeah. do you mean? Like you have to make changes to get back to that point of when you thought who you thought you were or right. who you used to be. It's like, it's like, doesn't make any sense for us to look around and think that we're perfect or we have a great nation. Yeah. Well, look out for China. Yeah, again, I'm pretty sure we already have a look out for China episode. If China gets a fucking quantum AI, we're fucked. Mm. Just kidding. We're fucked, like, irregardless. Irregardless, I said that for real. Damn. Fuck, I'm an idiot now. Shit. It's so weird. We've talked about irregardless, but we have... Regardless of China being involved, quantum AI is scary. Are you sure? Yeah. That's when you use irregardless. What do you mean? Like, irregardless is like to, to, it pretty much is to hammer down you saying regardless. I don't even know if it's a real word, though. It is a real word. It is? Yes. And we've talked about it because irregardless is a real word, but people who don't know irregardless isn't a real world word. We'll just think you're stupid for using it. But it actually oh, okay. is a word. It is an actual word. It, is, it just means regardless. It just means like if someone like if you if like like you said, like regardless of anything we do, China's gonna get a supercomputer. And I'm like, man, no way. Like, come on. And you're like, irregardless. Like okay. that's how so way it's you like use a it. emphasis. Yeah. <laughs> so like people who don't know that irregardless is a word are gonna be like you're so stupid, man. Like, that's not a real thing. But it's like, <laughs> I'm actually the smart one because I know what the word is and you're just too, like, you don't know anything about words. I remember you also, you used to be like, irregardless of the circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even like, oh, yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> like, all right, whatever, man. Like, uh, so, I, so it's one of them words you can't even use because, like, yeah. too many people think it's fake. Yeah. That's funny. Well, learned something new today. Yep. You guys, you listening to this, I know for sure that you learned something through that. <laughs> um, But yeah, want to call it? Yeah, I had that uh, one other stat to speak of about um, like n- globally oil and gas, how much they make. Oh, yeah. 
every day. This shit's wild. Um, so like I'm gonna give you guys a few seconds if you want to pause and guess how much the oil and gas industry makes globally every single day. All right. So I hope that you took some time to, to guess, but I'm sure you won't. Some some of you may be close, but we'll put out. We should put out a poll. Actually, uh, they make two point eight billion dollars. Well, should I give the answer? It's too late. <laughs> <You already did. laughs> two point eight billion dollars. No, here's what we'll do. Make the poll. Stop the podcast. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Make the poll. And then post the episode. Post, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So two point eight billion dollars a day, which is fucking ridiculous. You said billion. Billion. Yeah. Okay. Which is absurd. Good God Almighty. Like, for example, we'll say we don't have ta- we don't have t- cable TV, but I know some of you listen to it have cable or interested in trucks or cars or whatever. But for we've talked about it on this podcast actually last year Ford spent 250 million on advertising alone so that's such a small yeah, insignificant sliver of 2.8 billion dollars yeah so when per day. yes per day in profits like absurd so episodes ago this is probably like i don't remember what episode it was but pretty much what we were talking about is how there's all these creators who were on instagram who would take photos of themselves next to gas uh, stoves and they would put hashtag remember gas or hashtag gas is good, but not talking about a specific stove or oven, just about gas being good. So I posed the question and it was a rhetorical question on like, who is saying that gas is better than electric or why is gas so good like who's saying these things and why are these random creators just popping up posting these things and what i believe is that it's coming from this 2.8 billion dollars every day even if you just put a small percentage into advertisement you're putting more into advertisement one of the biggest car manufacturers on earth yeah so like there has to be propaganda or uh, lobbying to our government that's going on that that we don't think about or most people think is like way more overblown than it actually is when in reality it's extremely prevalent. Mm. God, it's crazy. It's going to, I mean, do you think it's going to die out, though? Or are we going to need gas for... No, I think that now we're at such a point where it's so compelling that I don't think it'd be possible for these oil and gas companies to flip us back. Like, Yeah, that's true. I think way too many people, especially in our generation or younger, some older, I would say, like, the whatever generations in between boomers... In millennials, I think they're even that generation is already flipping over yeah, to electric. Yeah, I think that's us. That's the Z. Are is it Generation Z? Well, we're like not Z. really Generation Z. No, <laughs> we're like we're we're actually closer to uh being the next generation than millennials. I'm a millennial by like four days. 
Really? Yeah. I don't even want to check. I've checked so many times, I still don't know. It's 96. It's like a lot uh, of it, but like we're I'm we're 95. Yeah. Um, at the end of 95. So like Mike's like a month. I'm like six four days, but um, we're right in between. But I guess so. We'll say millennials. Oh yeah, because so there's millennials who are like 40, right? Then boomers should be like really? 60 or so. That's weird. That's what I'm saying. The oldest millennials are like 40 years old. Damn. And then we're way on the other end, like closer to being that next generation, whatever it is. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but that generation, I think a little bit older. I think I want to say boomers are like 70s plus. Yeah. I can see that, yeah. Regardless, boomers are the only ones who don't really mess up electric cars. Everybody else younger is like, I can get an electric car. Like, why not? Yeah, fuck it. Teslas are cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm about to go to a wedding tomorrow. I'll be driving around in one for four days. So. Yeah, it's going to be sick. You should take a bunch of videos and pictures. Yeah. And you should try all, like, the weird fucking... Buttons and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Say, uh, there's some butthole one. The farting one? No, I think it's supposed to massage your butthole. Uh, it must be in the new software update. <laughs> it's really Butt cutting, massage. Really cutting edge, yeah. <laughs> like some guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, glad to be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll be going weekly now. You said four days, so you'll be back next week. Yeah, next episode I'll be back. Word. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Um, Follow us at DTMS underscore podcast. Yep. Goodbye. Au revoir. See you play.